Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome into the Gramlich and McLean podcast presented by Ingalls, the official supermarket of Gramlich and McLean. And we are on the other side of 300. I can't believe it, Mac. 301. And we're talking Louisville Cardinals today. New horizons, new journeys, new expectations. And you know how we're going to start things off? With an offensive line, baby. Come on. We got him in here. Brian Hudson, my guy, he's coming in. He's joining the show today. Uh, center for the Louisville Cardinals. Also a track and field star. Mm. Kelly likes to put a lot of emphasis on the field for some reason during this interview. <laughs> Well, <laughs> see, track and field is always fun to do as a sport because you can say I, I play track and field or I do track and field. But obviously our guy, Brian, he's a shot putter. So he's not really on the track. I'm Come just on. saying. Come on. He walks across the track to get to the field. He's on the track. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's very fair. Before <laughs> Anyway, we, yes. rude, rude. <laughs> I know you're always the, the love fest with Mac and his O-lineman. It never ends. <laughs> Before we get to Brian Hudson, who was awesome, and then, of course, we'll break down Louisville on the other side, this show is brought to you by Ingles, our amazing friends over at Ingles. And, Mac, I, you've been grilling a lot this summer. I mean, you have been Come on. in your bag. Do you have anything that you want to do before you start traveling a bunch with football? Like, is there anything left on your grilling oh. summer bucket list? Yes, 100%. I'm glad you brought this up. But I do want to bring out a critique real quick. Mm. Um it's very rare that my food gets critiqued, but it got critiqued. Did someone um, hate on that's you? That's not true. That's not true. No, 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 not a hate. Not Just a, a coach, a coach em up moment. So I, I go on this podcast uh, with, with some NC State guys. Actually, our Rock'em Sox winner, by the way, for NC State. Um, and so I'm going on there, and we're just talking about food and, and different stuff. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, I saw you made some BLTs. Those uh, tomatoes look really good. I was like, yeah, man, it was cool. He's like, you know how you can take it to another level? And I was like thinking, like, how possibly could you make a BLT? Like different or better than what it is like it's just kind of right. borderline he said you got to make your own bacon <laughs> and i was like whoa <laughs> wow that's a game changer i mean yeah if i had the capabilities i would do that <laughs> big old thick slices of bacon are you a thick this actually wait, we're about to we're about wait, to go pause we're about to go off the beat like now. like i think you missed like, a cut, pig? like cut. no like buy i don't know what pieces of bacon? I don't even know. This is bad that I don't know this. <laughs> I don't want to make my own the, bacon. Buy the slab and then cut it yourself. That's what I think he means. Um, but with that in mind, we're going off the rails here, which I love. If you're not watching on YouTube, uh, go to YouTube and see my face. Are, are because you, I'm like, are you, what? Are you a thick bacon gal? You like thick cut or <laughs> not really? Okay. I like all bacon. I do not discriminate against bacon. Okay. Like I'm good well, with any kind of bacon. But – the requirement for me is that I don't cut my own bacon. Like okay, I good, once, good to know. Mac, one time, this okay, this is going off the rails. <laughs> one time we were on a road trip with uh, Clemson basketball, and I forget, I forget where we were, what year. It was a holiday tournament. And we show up for our, it was a pregame meal. And for some reason, whoever was serving this meal decided to just put a whole pig in there. And then just yes. like, you know what I mean? Like have the pig and it was cut open. You could see its face and then have the oh pork inside of it. Um, and one of one of our coaches was like so grossed out she had to leave the room. <laughs> but wow. like I don't want that. You know what I mean? I yeah. I love meat. Yeah. I don't want to see the face of my meat. Yeah, I don't need to that see that, tough. and I don't need to That's even tough. see the process or 
do a step in the process myself. No, no, I'm Gucci. Yeah. So I'm not making my own bacon, but you know what? Um, respect to those people that do, but that's not for me. Um, follow up. Uh, how do you like your bacon cooked? I like it to be pretty crispy. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Crispy. We can keep doing this podcast. Cool. Crispy. 300 and beyond. Here we go. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a burnt crispy. Yes. Like I want it. I want it to break when I grab it. Oh yeah. Agreed. And that's even better for a BLT because it's just crunchier. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, I digress. I think Brian would do the same thing. He loves food, obviously plays a position that you get to eat whatever you want. I don't remember what I said before leading all of this, but I know that we have to get to Ingalls and uh, we have to have a message from them. So before we jump into this great interview with Brian, here's a message from our friends over at Ingalls. Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Brian Hudson, my man, welcome into the podcast. And listen, you and I had a little bit of exchange, but now I get to see this glorious thing in all of its beautifulness, this mustache right here. Uh, what, what's the plan? I, you, you said before we started recording, you haven't shaved in like forever. How long are we going? I would say at least to the end of the season, you know, I, I may do, the, I may do the whole, you know, just until we lose, but, uh, but I, it'll probably be on until the end of the season. I'd so, say. so hold on. Do you trim the beard too, or just the, like what, what's the, what's the lineup here? Yeah. So what, what I did through track season this past spring was when we, when we came up to a big meet, I would just trim the beard and just leave the mustache because oh. uh, I, 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 I couldn't take myself to just shave the rest of it. So I, I just trim it down and leave the stash, but. Right, right now through fall camp, uh, I'm probably going to just let it all go, but we'll, we'll yes. see when it comes to the first game. I love that's, it. That's I what love O-linemen do. That's yeah. that's what I've learned. Sorry. People need to Google Max <laughs> right. College Beard. We'll, we'll send that to you, Brian. Uh, they, something I, to I think producer, uh, producer Kelly, you can you can pop that up for Ooh, all the people to yes. see in, in all its glory. It was um, something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. B, how's summer been, man? Because it, it's funny, um, and I don't know if you feel about this now, but, but you – I'm sure you will later because I think you're a gym rat and the things that you like to do. Summer was always the time that I love the best, man, because you're just working out. You're with your guys. Sometimes there's school. Sometimes there's not, depending on what your schedule looks like. H- how has summer been for, for you personally? Yeah, it, it's been awesome. This this has uh, probably been the best summer uh, that we've had since since I've been here at Louisville especially. But, yeah, I mean, it's been exactly that. We have lift in the morning. Then we the O-line, we eat breakfast. We go, we go into the meeting room. We go into the weight room for extra drills. You know, we're, we're always in the building. Uh, right now I'm sitting in the tight end room just beca- because there's some guys <laughs> in the O-line room watching some film. So, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it, it's been good. And, um, you know, we, we've we been – it's been different. We got several new guys in the room and uh, obviously a new, new whole new staff here. So it's been uh, a lot of learning for, ev- for everyone and a lot of getting to know some people. But we've come together real, really nice. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a really fun summer. We're going to get to all the newness with Louisville, but I, I want to ask you this, Brian, I'm curious how this translates to your football, um, skill set. You were the 2018 Gatorade track and field male athlete of the year when you were in high school, you are, and you are still, um, doing track and field, really the field part for Louisville with the shot right. put. 
and you're one of the best shop. I mean, this is this is intense, man. What you do a shop put. So how does that help you um, with your O-line play, what you do on the field side of track and field? Yeah, it helps out a lot. Uh, and I've said that for a long time. You know, I've been doing track since since middle school football for longer than that. But, uh, wow. you know, football has been or track has been, you know, tremendous in helping me, especially early on and like in high school. But just the the flexibility, mm-hmm. the the footwork, you know, the um, just how detail oriented it is, because in, in, in throwing and in, uh, all throwing events, but especially shot put, you know, it's it's so technical and just the, the, the very small things that uh, details, you know, if, if just a little bit's off, if, if you don't turn your hip just right or don't get your hip all the way through, if your foot lands wrong, you know, just very little things can throw off the whole throw. And I think that that also correlates to O-line play and, you know, just how detail oriented and how accurate and specific you have to be, you know, with your hands, your feet, your hat placement and eyes, everything, um, you know, from, from an IQ and mental standpoint, um, I, I love competing and that, that competitiveness that comes with track and field because, you know, the only difference between football and track in that way is you get three tries yeah. in track and field to be able to do something. So, you know, you have that pressure on you uh, where, you know, in football, there's there's still pressure on you, but you get 80 plays a game. So it's a little <laughs> bit different. But, uh, but you know. And from from a physical standpoint, like I said, the, that footwork and just you know, it it's they're very similar. If you look at the athletes back to you know side to side, they're they're very similar. I love that man. I love big athletes. And KG, he's on the track side too. Okay, he's doing the hundred meter. You don't don't play with the speed of the offensive line <laughs> here. Uh, that's right. That's right. Well, O'Brien, again, appreciate you joining us, man. And and you mentioned that it, it's a very different summer because there there's so many new guys and different off season. Uh, you know, player-wise, but also a new coaching staff. And Coach Brom, who played at Louisville, is Louisville, uh, finally has come home. I've been calling for this for a couple of years now, it seems. Uh, and, and he's here, and, and he's back. So I just wanted to know, I guess, your initial reaction, how the offseason has been, spring, summer, and, and and all of that, having Coach Brom as your new leader. Yeah, it's been awesome. We all were really excited. Uh, you know, all the returners were really excited when we found out that he was the coach and came in and he spoke to the team, and it was it was just a lot of excitement, new energy in the building. Um, from a from a scheme, schematic standpoint, you know, it's been a, a lot different. You know, the Brock, Coach Brom's offense is just – it's a lot compared to most people's offense, but especially the one that we ran uh, the past few years. So it's been an adjustment. You know, we're doing things, you know, in the O-line room that we haven't done uh, in the past year. So it's it, it's really good for us, and we, we're really excited about it. And uh, Coach Owens and the whole staff uh, has done a really good job in just helping us out and, and helping us adapt to them and them adapt to us. And, and you know, that, that whole deal has been has went really well. So, That's it's, awesome. you know, a lot, of, a lot of new energy. Yeah, it's sure. Good. Sure. How is how is his temperament just about the program, like the ownership? Because it's that's his school, right? Like he, he wants yeah. it to be the best. So have you noticed just a little bit? I don't know how to describe it, a different energy, a different care. And I know, you know, the, the previous staff did, but when it's yours, I mean, it means that much more to you. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think, uh, you know, him, especially just that whole family being from Louisville, you know, like we've said, and, and they grew up here and, they're, you know, a lot of the staff, uh, aside from the Brahms, a lot of the other staff has been, you know, they either played here or they're from here or they're from the state, you know, and it's, it's just that different level of uh, pride, I would say, that, 
you know, it just brings that edge to you on a daily basis. And you can you can see it in, in coach um, every day, you know, every practice he, he brings that to the team. And and it is just a different feel to it, you know, because because me being an in-state guy, you know, I, I, I can I can say that, you know, there, there's a lot of pride that comes with playing here. And and, you, and coach Baum definitely brings that uh, every day. You know, you can feel it, like I said. Tell us more about what we can expect from this offense. The coach brings in Jack Plummer, who has run his offense before, so that seems like that's going to help. But, you know, from an O-line perspective, what have you seen that's different? What what can Louisville fans expect from this offense? Yeah, uh, Jack has been a big help to us. You know, he's a really good leader. And him him knowing the offense and knowing Co- Coach Baum and them has, has helped us just – you know, be able to adapt as an O-line because if we don't know something, you know, we have Jack right there. He's able to help us out and, and you know, kind of uh, clear, clear our minds a little bit and, and relieve some of that stress just because he knows, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff already and a lot of the offense. And, and you know, I, th- I think you – I mean, the sky's the limit for this offense. I mean, it, it's really exciting. I was We were talking about it uh, a little bit this morning, me and a couple of the guys on just how – how you know we don't we don't know exactly what sure. what how good we're going to be just because we have so much potential and uh, there's still a lot of work to be done but you know I think you can expect a lot of points and, and a lot of explosive plays because that's <laughs> you know like I said we 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 have a lot of potential and we're excited to see what we can do with it. Did, did I send you the script? Because that's exactly how this next question goes. It has Brahms system produces all kinds of production points and yards. That's what I've written down here. Yes. Uh, and, and that's just, that's what they do. And, and I think, you know, what's been uh, not unique uh, to, to Louisville, you know, for these changing coaches is they've scored points. You know, when, when you look at the last 10 years of what Louisville has been able to do offensively, it's been different, but at the end of the day, they're scoring and they're they're being very productive. So I'm excited to see what this new iteration looks like with Coach Brom and, and your guys' system this coming year. Who are some guys that have really stepped up? Because as we mentioned, it's a lot of new faces, a lot of new guys for that either moved on or transferred out. Who, who are guys that you've seen really put in some extra work where you're like, okay, this guy's going to help us this season? Yeah, I, I think you you know we have the guys that are returning. Um, like Ashton Gelati, you have uh, Michael Gonzalez on the O-line, um, Renato Brown, you have uh, Jarvis Brownlee as a corner. Um, and then all those guys, I mean, we, like I said, the O-line, we're, we're in here pretty much all day, every day, uh, getting work in. And, and you, those are some of the guys that you see also in here, you know, in the weight room, in the training room, just finding some way to get an edge and, uh, you know, you, it, it, they're, they're great leaders for the team. And uh, Jawar Jordan's another one, the running back. And then you have Jack Plummer. Um, but, you know, I, I could list probably 15 or fifteen or 20 guys, you know, that, that I see in here, um, you know, every day, every week, on Saturdays, just, it, you know, at any time, any given time, there's going to be uh, several guys in here getting work. And, and not only that, but just them being able to bring other people and the younger guys along because we also, I mean, we brought in. I, I want to say there's somewhere around forty new new newcomers mm-hmm. between freshmen and uh, transfers that came in. So a lot of new faces, but um, you know those are some of the guys that are just able to to not only get better themselves, but to bring people along with them. And and that's how you that's how you you know elevate the team, and, and that's how you get more wins in the in the fall. So it's exciting to see. But you know I, I could list probably twenty guys, but those are some of the ones that stick out to me. Let's talk a little defense here, Brian. I know you go up against those guys every day, and this defense was so crazy last year with the sacks. 
Uh, the turnovers forced. Matt called the weight game, so that was just – I mean, people still think that about that game. The game was absolutely absurd. Oh so with the new staff and, and Coach Brom coming in and putting his stamp on this system, can we expect still some of the same from this defense? Oh, absolutely. We still have a lot of playmakers on that side of the ball. Um, like I said, a lot of new faces also, so it, it'll be interesting to see. Even from the spring, it'll be interesting to see – um, you know, here in the fall, that that just whole system developed. And uh, but yeah, I mean, we like I said, a lot of playmakers over there, and I, I think that you should expect nothing short of at least what we did last year, if not more, because you know all the guys are fired up, and and you know it's 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 it'll be fun this fall camp to battle with those guys. Speaking of that weight game, though, what was going through your mind when when all those picks were happening and all those turnovers? Right. I, honestly, I, I couldn't even tell you the, you know, the first half went kind of, you know, like a normal game. It was a little bit back and forth. We were playing well, but I just remember in the third quarter, we, the offense, we'd go, we'd score, we'd go over there, sit down, you know, start talking about the series. And then all of a sudden we just hear this roar of the crowd. And then we'd start grabbing our, Get back up. Around, grabbing our helmets, <laughs> right. That happened, you know, three or four times. I mean, I think, what was it, like eight turnovers in the third quarter. So, you know, it was just, we, we were over there wondering what in the world is going on, like what's in the air in Louisville today, something's happening. But uh, <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll remember that game for, for forever. But, uh, yeah, it, it was just a fun fun experience. Yeah, I, I will too, brother. I'm glad I got to be a part of that. I mean, that was, the, yeah. I mean, that was a top ten weight team. That was a weight yeah, team that right. was really – playing at a high level, and then y'all just said, no, nah, we're good. We got this. Right. Uh, and, and just crazy. And it was like every, – it was totally different guys. I think mm-hmm. – uh, I don't think anybody had two sacks, and I think y'all had close to ten. And it was different people every time. I mean, it was nuts just yeah. to see what happened there. All right, before we get you out of here, I, I do have to bring this up because I think there's like this new emphasis that's going to be put on it with having Coach Brom in, in as the head coach, you being from Kentucky yourself, that Kentucky game, Put it in perspective to us how much that matters, how much you think about it. And I know every game's important. I've been there, done that with you. But that game, man, you you got to get it back this year, right? Uh, I completely agree. You know, that's it's it was refreshing to me. You know, obviously there was excitement from Coach Bond coming back, anyways, and and you know that new start. But I was really happy to see him. You know, just a family that has that's so you know, invested in this community and in this uh, town and this team and school, just be able to come back and kind of bring just that, that little extra edge, that little extra sense of pride, especially for that game, because I, I know it means, it means a lot to me, uh, you know, cause I'm from Georgetown, which is right in their backyard. And, and, you know, every time I go anywhere close to home, it's, it's, you know, nothing but blue and white. And, um, well, the lights went out in here, but <laughs> there we go. There we back go. But, uh, but yeah, so it's it's uh, it, it's something special to me, and you know I think all the guys here can attest to that. There was a little extra bit of intensity, you know, for, uh, before that game, especially last year. But that game with Coach Brom being in our place, you know, I think it's going to be a really special time, and and it's 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 definitely something different. You know, like you said, every game matters, and we go one at a time. But you know that it, you know. Going through this all season, that, that game every day has been in the back of my mind. So it's I, I'm, I'm waiting on it for sure. It, it, it's uh, it's something. Ironically enough, I was going through a very similar deal where 
we just couldn't beat our rival in South Carolina. We, we just couldn't get it done. And then my you know junior, senior year, we kind of kicked the door down and didn't look back for a while. So that's what I'm hoping we see. Uh, you guys propelled this thing out, man. This was so much fun. I appreciate your time. Excited to, to hang out with you and see you in Charlotte in a couple days. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me on. Okay, so I have done some research during the break here. And I was embarrassed. I, I kind of did remember. You guys will never hear this, but I did remember as soon as we got done. Bacon is either, I'm going to look at my phone here, belly or back sides. Great. So kind of like back straps. That's what bacon <laughs> is. And I knew that. And I should have remembered. And I'm embarrassed I didn't say it. But anyway, wanted to clear that up. KG is going to actually post a YouTube video later of slicing up a pig, cutting her own bacon. So we're excited. Jacob will be right there super nice. <laughs> He's the absolute... <laughs> Last thing I ever want to do. And I think if you cut your own bacon, that you are doing too much. Just going to put that out there. You're doing too much, friend. Okay. Can we talk about the cards a little please, bit? Come on. Please. Let's talk about the Louisville Cardinals. Are they going to bring home the bacon this year, Mac? Yeah. The win total is eight. Let's get into it. Let's start with new head coach, Jeff Brown, who I know yeah. is very excited to be in Louisville. He's a Louisville guy through and through. He's a legend in Louisville. Mac, you were able to chat with him a little bit at ACC kickoff. The excitement is off the charts in Louisville, for Louisville, even outside of Louisville. I think a lot of people are, are picking Louisville to perhaps go over that number. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, you look at that schedule. You look at Coach Brom being back. You look at the offense he's bringing in. Um Man, starting with Coach Brom, he's awesome. I, I love sitting down with him, getting to meet him. Uh, I actually saw him the day before because I, th- I think they were the first team, one of yeah, the first teams. First day. Um, and so we we saw him, you know, that that first night, and uh, we were all going to this really nice, uh, you know, restaurant and, and fun stuff. And uh, he's like, "Where are y'all going?" And we explained. He's like, "Oh, cool. We're, we're just going to the Wendy's down the street." And uh, of course, joking. I think they went to a really nice steakhouse <laughs> too. Um, but Ruby's. it was cool, you know. Yeah, that's facts. Nobody's going to Jeff Ruby's. That's the best. Can't wait. We need to go to Louisville so I can go there again. Um, but yeah, it was good to get to know him, kind of you know hear his thoughts about his team and how much and how important it is for him to be back to Louisville. Um, kind of similar to what I was talking about with with Coach uh, Coach Key there and being at Georgia Tech. It, it matters to him, man. He, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. This dude's jersey's retired. It, it's uh. It's a big deal. And, and I tell you, everything that you need to know about Coach Brom, I saw this clip come across. I think Eric Wood posted it. And it was Coach Brom playing in the XFL. I love and this And apparently, clip. We, we need to find it and put it in. I'm going to describe it, but we need to put it in here. Uh, apparently, he had a massive hit or, or got injured or something the week before. Next week, he's walking on the field. They interview him. They say, Coach, how are you here? Not Coach. QB, how are you here? Jeff, how are you doing this? And he said, I will answer that with a question on my two questions on my own. Is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Do I or do I not have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I love it. Till there's no breath left. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to kill it, man. He's going to be amazing. The emphasis on that Kentucky game, I cannot mm. stress that enough. And uh, I know that that means so much to him. And we asked Brian about that. And he said, oh, yeah, we, we, we know. And I'm a Kentucky boy, too, and I know. And we're ready to get going. So that brings me great joy to know that. I love that clip. That clip is epic. And I think it it very much sums up Coach Brom. And the interesting thing with Louisville, yes. and I believe I said this in our kickoff recap episode, Louisville does not have a new coach because their coach got fired necessarily or they had a terrible year. They went 8-5 and five 
They won their bowl. And Satterfield just left because he wanted to. So this is not necessarily a rebuild. Now, they do have a bunch of transfers, a ton of transfers and a new look. But this team won eight games last year, and they also lost to Florida State by four. They lost to BC by one. And they were very much in the Clemson game. So this could have been a 10-win team, which is crazy to say. Now, this is a brand-new look, Mac. And we know Jack Plummer is in at QB. Jawar Jordan is back at running back. With a team like this that you've studied, with all these transfers, what do we know? What like what do we know mm. about what, what we're going to be able to see from this team? Great question, because uh, the answer technically is not a lot. Uh, but what you do know is Coach Brom has great success offensively, right? Yeah. Calling plays as a head coach, the scheme, the system, everything that they do, it, it's it's explosive. And they're going to put up some yards. They're going to put up some points. We talked with Brian about that. He said it's been an overhaul you know, just jam packing stuff from, from a schematic standpoint, which I'm very excited to see. Not, not that they were basic, but they definitely had a very small core set of plays that they ran, you know, for the Satterfield era there. And that sounds like it's going to change. We do know that Jack Plummer, uh, you know, had 3000 yards passing, you know, and, and is a guy that is certainly capable of being very accurate, throwing the ball in the end zone. He's a big guy, six five, two fifteen. I think that's very important and impressive. Uh, Jawar Jordan was more than impressive a year ago with the things that he was able to do. So the the biggest question mark for me, though, is we've got to see playmakers on the outside really step up. I mean, that had been absent for a couple of years now for Louisville. And, you know, all the shots that they would take with, you know, some of those amazing players that they had, maybe those first couple of years uh, that Satterfield took over. Tutu, man, he was so good. Um, Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, all these guys that were just absolute burners. And I'm excited to see who can fill that void and, and who can step up because it's 41 new faces. That is crazy between transfers and freshmen. Um, the offense is going to look way different. The coaching staff, again, I, I mentioned this Kentucky thing. They have one, two, three, four, five guys that graduated from Louisville and then two other coaches that played at Western Kentucky. So they understand the importance of the state and what football means and, and things of that nature. So I expect this to be a totally different-looking team. They have a very favorable schedule. How can they pull it together quickly? And who knows? You know, they've recruited really well. Louisville's going to continue to do that. NIL's been popping for Louisville. Uh, That's really helped them out. And so I think we see that continue. And these guys kind of, they might be a force to reckon with with Coach Brom. They they might. Now, let's talk defense before we get to this schedule. Because I actually think this schedule isn't as easy as everyone's claiming it is, just because you don't have Clemson and Florida State. I'll I'll, I'll tell you what I mean, Mac. But this <laughs> defense last year was, was the most fun part of Louisville, for yeah. sure. And you lose some dudes to the NFL. They led the country in sacks last year. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to replicate that. They're moving from a 4-3 to a 4-2-5, so maybe a little more reliance on the secondary, which could be interesting. But, Mac, do you, do you feel like we'll still get – a little bit of what we saw from this defense last year is going to be completely different. What, what's your vibe there? I think it's going to be completely different just because of who you're losing. I yeah. mean, so many guys that that were just really good pieces, you know, for this team. And there, there's a handful back, but you know, you lost a lot, you know, to the NFL and a couple of transfers. Um, it's hard to replicate that. And, and they've been there together. They're growing. They trust the defense, things of that nature. Now, from an, an aggressive standpoint, and what you try to want to do, maybe. But I think it's going to be really hard to to replicate that production 
first in, in points allowed in the ACC, mm-hmm. uh, second in picks, first in sack. Like, that's crazy. Uh, that's a super productive, wild defense, and, and a lot of those numbers came in the Wake Forest game. True. Um, and it's a new system. But, it's a new system for a lot yeah, of Yeah, it's guys. a new system. So there's going to be a learning curve. But I, I certainly think that, uh, you know, there's some pieces there. If they get it going and get it in the right way, again, momentum is nuts. If, if you can win some games and get it going, you know, who knows? Look out. Okay, so here's – let me tell you why I don't think the schedule is as easy as, as people are saying. <laughs> because, look, I think you you start off with Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech. We talked with Roddy Jones on Monday about yep. Georgia Tech. I'm not sure that's necessarily a gimme, considering right. Louisville has all these brand-new faces and it's game one. And I know Georgia yeah, Tech I'll has a lot that. of new faces too, but still. And then you have some winnable games in September, sure. But this is a little bit of a murderer's row here in the middle. At NC State, Notre Dame, at Pitt, bye week, Duke. What's easy about that, Mac? And then (laughs) you have Virginia Tech, Virginia back to back. Those should be wins. Then you got to go to Miami and you got Kentucky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not buying it as easy as people say. The the thing is, though, with, with not having Clemson, not having Florida State, not having UNC. I mean, sure. if, you, if you you replace Virginia, uh, BC, and Georgia Tech with those three, Look, it, I mean, my it gosh, could be harder. Of course, it could be harder. But is yeah, it just sure. the easiest schedule I've ever seen? No, I don't no, think so. No, no, no. That's why I like the word favorable. Okay. I like the word favorable. It kind of protects you a little bit there. Um, what's the number? The number's eight. eight. That's what we kind of landed on. What um, they did last year, eight. But that's with I just a bowl have game. To, yeah, and I just have to think under. Um, it's too much uncertainty for me. The potential, the potential is out of this world. And, and like I said, it could be there. And I really like Coach Brom. I think his staff that he's put together is very impressive. Pieces are there, but can you put the pieces together and have this great looking puzzle? Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know that that's what will be interesting to see. Um, so I think I'm going to do. I don't know. Is it safe? Is it safe to do that? I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under eight. There are so many unknowns, like we said. 40-something transfers. And I, I still think this schedule has some very difficult challenges. So I think 7-5 and right. five is what we see. And then maybe 8 with the bowl, but these win totals do not count the bowl. So you could end up winning 8. And I think that would be a very sure. good start under Jeff Brown. Yes. But Beating Kentucky and winning 8 games. Exactly. Super Bowl freaking champs. Let's do it. That's what you got to do. And you're right. The Kentucky game, November 25th, at home. You get them at home. Yes. That's huge. Pack it out. I think I think honestly that's one piece too that we will uh we will be able to see very quickly how excited people yeah. are because I went there I went to that Louisville Wake you Forest You were disappointed. Game. Top 10 Wake Forest team walking into, you know, Cardinal Stadium and it was a empty. Mm-hmm. It was empty. I mean it was it was 30% capacity. It was embarrassing. Um and I you know everything I'd heard about Louisville I thought it was going to be jam-packed, rocked out. A lot of that was maybe the the fans, you know, not feeling the prior staff. Uh, but this is their dude. This is one of their sons back. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to be popping in little. What's, hey, what's popping, Jack Harlow? What's up, baby? <laughs> and I Come think on. it will. I think the excitement <laughs> is palpable. And the first home game is Murray State. That you know should be a win. Should be a feel good situation. Second home game is yeah. Boston College. I think you can get some fans there. And then mm-hmm. look, if you're four and zero, you got NC State. Maybe you win that five and zero, four and one. Notre Dame at home October 7th. That should be lit. Pack it out. Pack it out, baby. I'm very intrigued. That's what we need I'm to very say. intrigued. I just think eight is a, is a high number. Louisville has my attention. Yes, but I agree. 
the key. Do not be the team of mystery like you've been. No, I think they're done years. with that. I mean, it's That's a little bit just part of what it is because it's a year one and a bunch of transfers. But I don't think we're going right. to say that year in and year out about Louisville under Jeff Yes, Brown. yes. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. KG, that's it. This is fun. We're on a roll here with these ACC previews. Louisville, you're done. Appreciate uh, Rocco for helping setting this up. Brian Hudson, my man, jumping on here. And and great to talk with him about his time and the Louisville Cardinals. But uh, that's it from us. Another great episode of Gramlick and McLean brought to you by our friends over at Ingles, the official grocer of Gramlick and McLean. We appreciate them and all their support. We need you guys. We need your support right now. Go over to YouTube subscribe, leave some comments. We need you. We're doing some fun stuff over here. You got to check it out. You got to watch it. And of course, the OGs over on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe there. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, But until next time, we'll see y'all.